0: Not a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow but it is a short and sweet parenting tip hello everyone welcome to the last episode of season one of short and sweet parenting tips we are finishing up our allowance series and today we're talking about teenagers we want to welcome miss donna barty an awesome military spouse and mom who's going to share her approach to transitioning your older teenager from an allowance to real-life money, earning, and spending. Phew! (laughs) Welcome, Miss Donna. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Oh, I'm so excited. And since we're talking about teenagers, can you just, in one or two sentences, talk about what your general approach is? Because I just love it. Of
1: course. When we had our children, we decided that we wanted to teach them good money management so that maybe they would enter adulthood knowing a little more about it than we actually did as young adults. (laughs) Right. I hear (laughs) you. And so we decided to do that with allowance and we gradually increased that allowance as they got older until they were at adulthood and ready to take on their own financial
0: responsibilities. Right, and you've, you've pushed them out of the nest. They are in adulthood now, right, your, your three kids? <laughs> they, they are, that is, that is correct. Um,
1: we have three children. Our two oldest, a boy and a girl, are both 22 years old, and our youngest, a daughter, is now 18.
0: Right. So you're not still trying it out. You are an, a certified expert because you have graduated the kids from the system. Yes. I would say we have been there and done that and got the t-shirt. We, we, are,
1: we are done. <laughs> right. our, our work here is done. <laughs> <Hopefully>. <laughs> exactly.
0: Well, <laughs> yeah, but you're in a totally different season. So. Yeah. Yeah. We started when
1: they were six years old or thereabouts. I know sometimes okay. when the younger ones start a little earlier, just because the older ones are are already doing it, but it was around, right and having money. Yeah, back. yeah. It was around six years old when we actually started, and it, it was not much. We were military, so we got paid uh, twice a month, and so that is how our children were paid allowance. Then we paid them, okay. and we got paid. And okay. so, <clears throat> I would say that maybe they were getting two dollars a pay okay. period, which would have been four dollars a month and one dollar a week. Yes, correct. But just a quick backstory: we did. Start them with that amount of money, and we gave them each three banks, one labeled giving, one labeled saving, and one labeled spending. And our rule was that you had to put 10% of what you earned, because we did consider this a paycheck based on Mm -hmm. work that was done. The room had to be kept clean, the bed had to be made, and then... Uh, the clothing had to be put away on laundry day. And obviously those responsibilities changed as they got older and they took on more of that laundry role (laughs) up until they were doing it themselves. Right. So, but anyway, that's, that is how we started it with very few rules. 10% had to go in giving, 10% had to go in savings and the rest was called spending money. And we gave our children free reign to spend it on whatever they wanted. It was their money kind of a side note is we also paid for grades. We kind of taught our children that school was their job. And so we did pay for A's and B's only um, in addition to that. So that was a way that they could also earn extra money by getting good grades. So what age did you start paying for grades? Gosh, I want to think that probably didn't start until after elementary school. Now, when and how
0: did you give raises from
1: age six? To age 14, we didn't have necessarily a set timetable. And I think it really doesn't matter. You can set your beginning amount. You can decide whenever you want to increase it. It doesn't make any difference. We just kind of went by, you know, their age, how we felt about it. And we just intermittently give them some raises. They started out at $4 a month at six years old and ended up at $10 a month at 14. At age 15 was when we started really trying to prepare them to start taking on some more financial responsibilities. So at age 15, we did something kind of drastic. We doubled their amount. On the, the day they turned 15, they went from getting $10 a month To getting twenty dollars a month, but with that increase came added responsibility. Now, our particular rules for them were that they now had to buy all of their toiletry items. So that would include shaving cream, shampoo, soap, razors, Mm -hmm. feminine products, anything Mm -hmm. bathroom related Mm -hmm. for them. Not like toilet paper and things. We would still provide all of those kinds of things, (laughs) but I just meant personal personal hygiene items, personal care. Um, And then at 16 for us was the big year because we encouraged our children to go to work at 16, even if just for the summer. We did not Mm -hmm. require them to work during the school year because we did Mm -hmm. consider school to be a full-time job for them. But at 16, we then opened them a checking account, got them a checkbook Mm -hmm. and a debit card, and we Mm -hmm. purchased them a ledger. So the Ledger is just one of those books you can buy at the Walmart with the columns in it. So we showed them how to use that. We showed them how to write in their beginning balance. We taught them when we took them out shopping and showed them how to use the debit card. We taught them that you need to always get your receipt. You need to keep your Mm -hmm. receipt as soon Mm -hmm. as you get home. If you Mm -hmm. don't have time to write it in your ledger right away, you need to at least put it with the ledger. So Mm -hmm. the next time you sit down, you can write it in. So that's the way to keep track of everything.
0: Because at that age, they're not writing a whole lot of checks. Maybe not. I know another way for our oldest who has a debit card is that she has an app on her phone and can check her balance. Mm -hmm. And so she doesn't have a ledger. She has an app. Mm -hmm. And she double checks her balance before she makes, you know, if she's not sure she has enough money, she double checks her balance Mm -hmm. on her app. Mm -hmm. I know, I I think you said you doubled their allowance at 15. Did you raise it between 15 and 18 proportionally through the next three years or? No, we did not.
1: And partly for a reason. We wanted them to work. We wanted wanted them to get a job. So it stopped at twenty, but okay. but we never added any additional purchases past okay. personal toiletries yeah, either. Yeah, so yeah. you know, household items or things like that. I still bought, you know, I bought their food, I bought right, you know, things like that. But right. yeah, clothes, entertainment, all of that kind of stuff, they were paying all of it on their own, mainly because they were going out shopping with their friends. Once they started driving, things that they wanted, they generally bought yeah
0: another interesting thing that i want to make sure that listeners hear when your kids did work outside of the house Mm -hmm. allowance was off right oh it stopped immediately yes (laughs) yes and we you
1: know we had to play around with that a little bit because Mm -hmm. they would not work during the school year and then they would work for the summer the allowance stops immediately when the working starts but Mm -hmm. when they went back to school that next year When they stopped working, we did go back to allowance to get them through until they could graduate and work full time. Okay. Okay. And I would also add, you know, we didn't expect our children to buy things like iPads. So we did not require them to buy expensive electronic items. That was something that we did for them. So not require them to buy that type of thing. No. It was mainly wants Mm. for them. Other than the toiletries, it was wants. But if we thought... That they needed a new phone or whatever, then we would purchase that for them. Okay, you know, I feel like I feel like it's pretty simple at, at the base of it. It's
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's not real complicated. It's just a matter of of getting started and you know keeping up with it.
0: Yeah, but I yeah. definitely
1: definitely think it's worth doing a hundred percent.
0: Yeah, I I love it because it prepares our teenagers Mm -hmm. to have that responsibility to pace themselves, to Mm -hmm. say, well, if I buy this really expensive pair of pants now, then I'm out of money for the rest of the month. Yeah. So Donna, thank you so much for all of your information and wisdom. You are very welcome.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I hope it's helpful to someone. (laughs)
0: Yeah, for sure, for sure, I know. And hopefully it just stirs up some ideas because every family situation is different. Right, and all of this stuff is so flexible. You can do whatever you want with it. Mm -hmm. Donna also gave some great insight about financially transitioning young adults out of the house. So I will try to do a little add-on episode about that if anybody is in that season of life. And that will close out Season 1 of Short and Sweet Parenting Tips. We'll be back in the fall for Season 2, where we'll dive deeper into topics that are sometimes kind of difficult to bring up in normal conversations with other parents. I'm thinking things like arguing in front of your kids, gender issues, having the talk, and mental health. We'll do our best at Short and Sweet Parenting Tips to approach these subjects in a way that covers them from multiple angles so that you can really feel informed and decide what's right for your family. If you'd like a particular subject covered, I'd love to hear about it. Please post it or message me through the Short and Sweet Tips Facebook page. You can even email me through shortandsweettips.com. Short and Sweet Parenting Tips signing off for Season 1.